We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities who don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And justice for Lana Del Rey. Just kidding. I mean, who cares? Who cares? It's like, could not matter less. She could not have mattered less at that show. She's not a... What's weird about Lana is like, you'd think by the style of her music, she would be a quote-unquote Grammys artist, as they say. Mm -hmm. Which we now know is not a term just made up by people who watch the Grammys, but is literally an internal term internal, or internal language. Yeah. language used when they scam you into thinking that it's voted on by people, but it's essentially just picked by people who think who like certain artists and want them to perform on the show. Yeah. The point is, is that you'd think that Lana would be one of those artists. She is like like a cool, revolutionary, borderline adult contemporary artist, you know, in other realms of Whatever. The point is that she's so far from it, they practically ignore her. And she shows up in like a dress she bought at Cache on sale. <laughs> and her like cop boyfriend, it's like she's at somebody, she, it's like she was invited to your wedding a week before and she's like, sure, I'll come. She got on the third tier wedding invite list. I mean, this woman had like probably the best album of the year and she is barely a fixture in this, the Grammys world. Like she's just not even part of the conversation. It's not that the Grammys aren't relevant. It's that they don't have to be. It's like, no. She's they not don't. relevant to the Grammys, but that's not going to affect her. Her winning Grammys isn't really going to change anything for her, and her not no. winning Grammys isn't going to change anything for her. And I think she must sort of know that. But also, she probably can't help but be a little annoyed whenever Billie Eilish wins everything. It's it's funny because it's like at this same year that this all comes out about the kind of scammy Grammys. And like, if you don't know, look up Deborah Dugan, who is the former CEO of the Grammys, who was ousted or left on her own. I forget how it really ha how it happened, supposedly, but... A week before the Grammys air, this woman is leaves as CEO, and she basically is alleged. She alleges that, and is backed up by a lot of people that essentially not only are the Grammys still paying Neil Portno is that yeah. his last name? Who are the is Grammys like still this... supporting like alleged rapists? They're also yeah. completely rigged, and here's why. Right, basically, she's like the Grammys are rigged. Here's here's why. Here's how. And then a week later, the show like has to quote unquote go on. Right. This like three mm -hmm. hour plus monster of a show. Taylor Swift is like, I'm not going. Taylor Swift doesn't show up. Beyonce. I don't know why Beyonce doesn't show up, but she doesn't show up. So you have like these. Honestly, you know what I think about Taylor Swift and Beyonce? <laughs> I think that, yes, they were making a stand or potentially taking a stand against, yeah. you know, and, and be showing solidarity with this woman. But also, wouldn't you take any opportunity to not go? They could no, be totally. like, oh, my God, thank God we don't have to go to the Grammys. No, totally. Let's just blame it on this woman. Ugh. I mean, if you don't go, though, you don't win. I mean, that could not be any clearer. You know, it's by this, just like if someone show. when someone cancels plans that you don't want to go to, you You're know, like, that's oh, what it I is. Feel so much better. Yeah. I mean, just like 
it's wild to watch award after award where if you're not there, you don't win. It's not even award after award. What? They give out like two awards all night? It's amazing. Right. I mean, it's true. But it is it is one of those shows that is a cool showcase for music in terms of like if you really have not been paying attention. For example, my parents who I watched it with, my cousin who I watched it with. But I got to say, there are certain artists that like you really don't see any time during the year except for at the Grammys. I'll give you two. One, her, H-E-R, artist, Grammys artist. Oh, yeah, I saw that I saw that tweet that was like, her doesn't exist outside the Grammys. <laughs> and then the other one is Gary Clark Jr., who oh, yeah, I the Grammys know love Gary Clark people Jr. like him, but he literally is like the, a Grammys artist. I mean, this guy is at the Grammys every year. He's an artist artist. Yeah. So there's just a lot of things, but there were some cool moments, I have to say. Uh, Lil Nas X performing every version of every remix of Old Town Road, like as he <laughs> cycled through like different rooms. Very cool. Very cool. Because BTS didn't perform by themselves, so they perform with him on that. You have Mason Ramsey. You had you had him at the end. It was Lil Nas X and Nas performing together a new song. It was like a cool moment. Lizzo did a good job opening the show. Alicia Keys like definitely has found her niche, which is this like very like James Corden meets like Mother Earth kind of host. <laughs> you know, like she's singing like parody songs with like words that she made up, but then she's also like all love, all love, all love. It's the like vibiest Grammys because of that thing, but she's good yeah. at it. She's good at it, right? Thank you so much for speaking our language to all the amazing artists in here tonight. All night long. We got a lot to change. We got a lot to do. Keep speaking the truth. Peace and love. We love you so much. I mean, we say this every year. The Grammys are fun. They're reliably fun because it's mostly performances. Yeah. So the awards truly do not matter. Right. But if you did care and if it if it did matter, it would matter to one person last night and that was Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Who, or Demi Lovato, who per, who performed a new song, and then it went to, like, number two on the charts. That was nice for her. She cried. Yeah. It was really sad. Really emotional. Really sad. Mm-hmm. So, Billie Eilish, I think, had the night. Billie Eilish, yeah. who were them? That's the real question. I don't know if the Grammys, like, bump you up. But definitely Billie Eilish people are this year, today, are like, who is Billie Eilish? Again, the, like, cycle begins anew. Yeah. There are a certain group of people who are watching the Grammys who are like, huh? Or even didn't watch the Grammys and hear on the news, Billie Eilish won every single Grammy last night. Oh, who is that? I don't know. I never heard of that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard this song. Listen to the song. Oh, I've heard this song. That's the, you know what I mean? This That's just yeah. like the cycle. But what else? I mean, I think that was it. But at least Shania Twain and B.B. Rexa presented two, an award two together. Two country stars. Two country stars. <laughs> country superstars. They're really the same brand of country star at this point, to be honest. BB doesn't know why she's there. Shania doesn't know why she's there. The woman in me is super thrilled to stand on the Grammy stage with this artist who broke barriers for women in country and beyond. So make some noise for Shania Twain, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, BB. Thank you, BB. Thank you, BB. Listen to this. I I loved. I she was interviewed by ET. Shania Twain, not BB. Yeah. yeah. And and I just cannot believe the extent to which the Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston narrative has entered the discourse. Oh no. Listen to this. I gotta ask you, Brad Pitt's having a heck of a year. Does he finally impress you much? Uh, uh, he always has. This is the whole irony of it all. So it's all in good humor. Um and I think it's just uh, this is what entertainment is all about, you know, having fun and Keeping, keeping a laugh in it all, really. You know, Shania, he's, he's won a SAG award. He's won a Golden Globe. And he's so funny in his speeches. What I'm going to love is if he then wins an Oscar and says in his speech, Shania Twain, have I finally impressed you? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Shania Twain has not impressed me. That's what I, I thought I was going to get it back. But anyway. What a clunky little interview. But I was just like, wow, they are finding, like, Brad Pitt really is everywhere. They're talking to Shania Twain, living legend, on the red carpet, and they ask about Brad Pitt. I get that it's part of one of her most famous songs, but still. But it's also just like, no, like, I don't want to hear about that. Who can, Shania doesn't need, what is Shania going to say? Like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I know. I wrote, I didn't even write that song. Throw Shania Twain into the category of singers that includes Lana Del Rey, musical artists whose speaking voices I am completely unfamiliar with. <laughs> when, when Shania Twain speaks, I'm like, you could be like my mother. When Lana yeah. Del Rey speaks, I'm like, you could be the person I talked to like at the coffee shop this morning. I've never heard of, that voice in my entire life. You have to play the clip of her talking about the mall. I mean, tell us about the 
dress, girl, yes. So I actually had another dress, and then my boyfriend and I were getting a belt for him at the mall, and I saw this, and I, I loved it. So this is a last-minute dress. That's the most wonderful, relatable but love, story. But I love it. And you know what? It matches his silver fox hair. I like I know. It. Yeah, it's very cool. I see you two holding hands. You're a happy girl. Yeah, I am happy. This, vo this voice, this voice is like Lana Del Rey, them. This voice is a who. The, the biggest who I've ever heard in my entire life, this voice. She is so inspiring. She barely wants to be there. She definitely was asked to perform and said no. I mean, I just think she is. She's just like incredibly inspiring. She got her dress at the mall a week before. You know, she got it tailored up by the mall tailor. She looks great, but I think also you look great if you put in a little bit of effort at these things. You don't have to wear like high fashion. I mean, she's also very beautiful. <laughs> so you look great <laughs> yeah. if you are baseline amazing looking and you <laughs> put on a dress. You look amazing. Let's move on to this music related story. Well, this is the weirdest thing from last week. Are people still caring about this? I mean... I People are going to keep doing Like, there's always the lag when it comes to this meme. Like, we'll still be seeing this meme for, like, another week and a half. I hate it. I hate this meme. It makes... It's bad. It's just so obvious. It's weird. I feel like I'd seen it before. It doesn't make any... Like, it is not unique to Dolly Parton at all. Like, yes, she started this particular format. But, like, it's not about her, which is why it's so annoying. Like, the Dolly Parton challenge is not something that's, like, specifically about, like, wow, Dolly Parton has... Looks different sometimes, you know. Like I just feel so weird about the way that this, like this meme, is so inauthentic, you know. And Dolly, mm -hmm. despite her, you know, her whole shtick is that I'm inauthentic, but I'm authentic, you know. And mm -hmm. so this makes no sense to be something that she would start. But also, obviously, we know she didn't do shit to start it because she doesn't no. do her own social. She doesn't probably she pick up a phone anytime of, you know, of her yeah, day. There's a company that does the social media for her. It's the same company. It's a Nashville-based company that does social for a lot of country artists. Right. So they did this. She probably had to approve it or the person she hires to approve these things approved it and it went up and it's it's like boring, basically parental Facebook level humor, right? But it like, is ultimately really funny because the meme itself, which I'll just like describe to you, but I'm sure you've seen it, is... A celebrity is taking four photos of themselves and saying one is LinkedIn, one is Facebook, one is Instagram, and one is Tinder. So the different LinkedIn ways you present is... yourselves on all these platforms. But it's so funny because these people who are doing this don't use LinkedIn. They don't. <laughs> and they use... don't use Tinder. And they don't use Tinder. So it's like and they really okay, don't use Facebook. Right, and they don't use Instagram. I'm... And they're putting it on Instagram, but they don't use Instagram. So it's so funny that you would that you would as a celebrity in twenty. 20... In 2020, what year is it? In 2020, that you would know what half of these kind of stereotypes well, even mean. That's just the proof that it was done by like no, a I, social yeah. media company and right. like normal people and not celebrities. Like Dolly Parton, like has no idea what LinkedIn is, and you cannot convince me otherwise. There's no reason for Dolly Parton to know what LinkedIn no. is. I don't want no. her to know what LinkedIn is. <laughs> I also don't want her to know what Tinder is. I don't want her to know what these things right. are. And the suggestion that she does is like so obviously untrue. But it's just so funny because it's like. It's so clear. So she posts it and, and the caption is, get you a woman who can do it all, which is like actually a very, do a very Dolly Parton yes. that's a Dolly lesson, Parton line. but it has nothing to do with LinkedIn and it never has, but that's a Dolly Parton line. The point is, is that, that she doesn't hashtag it anything, but other celebrities <laughs> start hashtagging it Dolly Parton challenge, meaning that this marketing company has been reaching out to other celebrities saying, hey, can you post this? Can you post this meme? hashtag it Dolly Parton so there's this like this I don't even know that I believe that that I happened. think so I think so this did not spread because somebody just because I think they sent them the template I think they sent you know I I but but everyone's everyone's looks different that's why I don't believe that it was any I think that this was just this was an Ease, a ba the barrier to entry was low. You could do this really easily. Instagram makes it really easy to just make the four frame thing now. Like, you just do it. And they saw, and everyone follows Dolly. Everyone likes Dolly. I don't think so. I'm sure that they're internally taking credit for it. Okay. But it's one of those things where it's like, so, you know, like other people saw this thing that you did and they copied it. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see any proof that they actually went to celebrities and gave them stuff, mostly because none of the stuff is uniform. Everyone's looks different. I'm just saying, I think the success of this spread of this thing, the way that I saw it, is 
reeks of me to a, a marketing company. And we get the emails like this all the time that definitely sent this out and said, Hey, Dolly did this thing. Like if you love Dolly, like join in. I'm, I don't think it's that hard to do that. And I think that's, they love to send an email. So I just, am, I just wouldn't be surprised. The funniest thing about this is that no one's looks the same. Everyone's using a different font or slight variant of the font. Yes. Or it's a little smaller. It's a little bigger. Some people and have no, no idea what the meme even knows means. what any of this means. Like Padma Lakshmi, when she put Squidward in her Twitter one, I was like, Padma Lakshmi, you, you had three Natalie out of four Portman's? correct. Natalie Portman's? Natalie Portman's. None of them are her. Natalie one Portman of them is did Millie it Bobby and Brown. none of them is her. Wait, did I put that here. Where did it go? Hold on. I want Natalie to Portman's it. is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Natalie Portman's is really fucking good. I've never seen someone misinterpret not just a meme, but anything it's inspi- more it's than Natalie Portman. Mis- it's it's inspiring. It's inspiring. And the ones that are the ones that get it right are, are just boring because it's like, okay, you're number one. A lot of people are just showing photos from movies they do. They're not even personal photos. It would be one thing if they were actually like sort of candid photos, but like Viola Davis's are like an old headshot, a clip from her for, on how to get away with murder. It's like. This isn't that interesting. And also, I hate the language challenge because there's nothing challenging about a celebrity showing photos of themselves. I cannot get over Natalie Foreman's. It's Millie Bobby Brown in a collared shirt, LinkedIn. And then it's, who is this Giada? Who is this woman? It's some random woman in like a in like a plaid shirt for Facebook. Oh, I think it's Giada. I think it's Giada. Is it Giada? And then it's Kira Knightley against a tree wearing like high fashion for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then it's Emily Ratajkowski who she thinks is like in a bikini for Tinder. And it's like, Natalie, clearly this is not how the meme works. And her caption is, this is how you do this, right? Upside down face. But I <laughs> Oh, so maybe do you think that she knows that she's doing it wrong? I don't know. I don't know that that proves anything. Sometimes it's okay to not do anything at all. You don't have to do it wrong. Why didn't you just do it right? Why do you just not do it at all? Ilana you Glazer know? commented, Emrata said, honored. I don't. I don't trust Wait, Natalie Portman. said honored? Get the... Emrata uh, said honored. I don't... No offense. I just... I don't think that this was intentional humor. I think this was literally like, I don't know what I'm doing. And everyone was like, hello, Natalie. Nats, you're so funny. It's like, Natalie Portman? I don't know much about Nat. I, don't, I can't speak to Natalie Portman's personal life. But let me tell you something. I don't for one second believe that Natalie Portman is a funny person. <laughs> no, I she's just not. But she not. definitely did this herself. She did this. She was like, ooh, I love a meme about, like, women. Get you a woman who could do it all. But it's, like, not accurate. But it's not her. So, she- okay, we have to move on. This is so, this is, like, hurting my brain. I hate when celebrities do stuff like this. I worry Natalie Portman is about to do a food empire, too. No, she's about, like she's, vegan. she's getting, like, a she's vegan, like a vegan, vegan food. Because oh, we don't really have, like, a, we don't fair, have. She'd be stupid if she didn't. She's, like, our biggest vegan celebrity. Is she? I'm, no, I'm trying to think is. about the only other vegan maybe. celebrity who talks about shit is Alicia Silverstone. Who else? Seriously, yeah, she's like spitting up her, and she's like chewing and spitting it out. No one wants that. <sighs> I feel like the the thing that complicates it is her relationship with Jonathan Safran Foer, quote unquote relationship with Jonathan Safran yeah, Foer, because I feel like I... because I feel like there's probably a weird tension there where it's like I want to do something. Do I oh, have to involve this guy? Right. Do I have? Her whole thing is like, have you read eating animals? Have you read eating animals? Have you read eating animals? Have you right. read eating animals? And so it's like, can she do something and distance herself from eating animals? Right. I don't know. Yeah. But I would say like, you know, 1% of people know about that whole thing. Yeah. Or remember that it even happened. It's such a blip, you know? Yeah. Um, Let's move on. The top of this ad copy says aura pronounced aura, but what it should say is aura pronounced like Rita because it is. It's Rita aura, but this is just we're aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce aura. Let me yeah, tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts because we've both been giving aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads. It's true, They've though. never because Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people 
connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I'm still, ta- I'm still mad that we're like talking about this. Julian Huff? Yeah, I mean, she just like is everywhere. And this is just spawned from the Oprah. Th- it's just like further this Oprah thing as far as getting her more attention. But she really knows how to like capture yeah. th- the imagination with weird shit because it is vague as to like what she believes and what she's going for. But she is in the same category as like Gwyneth Paltrow's, it turns out, you mm-hmm. know? Because she's she's just like more dramatic Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, it's funny. So she posts this video gets posted. Not even she posts it. Somebody takes a video of her at Davos. Else. Davos is that uh, one of the few genius the economic forum, yeah, right. Like, but it's become like ridiculous. Of course, it's become mm-hmm. like bastardized, and like now it's just a place for weird, like very rich celebrities. It starts. Yeah, it started as this place where it's like, let's talk about like the state of the world economy and like what we can do about like climate change and like big ideas that like we as rich and influential people in the world can do to make things better. And now it's turned into like essentially Art Basel slash South by Southwest for rich celebrities, you know? Right. It's just weird. It's it's very it's very rich people and celebrities coming together to like talk about new age stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) essentially so you have this video of julian huff on a massage table and this guy is doing essentially what looks like reiki to her or you can't really tell honestly it looks like reiki yeah but i I mean i'll tell you why it is reiki but it it looks like a version of reiki but then it her reaction is like she's being exercised so people are like julian huff is having an exorcism which is hilarious and there's a there's always a huge dissipation of energy and a feeling of relief, release, freedom. So I think this woman, this like comedian posts it and is like, whoa. And Julian Huff comments, she she posts it and she says something about it being an exorcism. And Julian Huff comments, I thought the same thing when I first saw it too, laugh face. Derek Huff comments, this stuff looks wacky and crazy, but diving into it with the understanding of pure energy is a pretty wild experience, maybe ahead of its time, but worth an open mind. This defensive shit right here. The point is, is that this is <laughs> this is a practically an advertisement, although I feel like Julianne Huff has been involved in this shit for a long time, for the Goop Netflix show. It all goes back to fucking Goop, which is so funny to me. So I Google this guy. I'm like, who is this Who is this doctor? What is he doing or not doctor? And as it turns out, that he, there's literally a full episode about him on the Goop show. So I watched the episode and it's just like hilarious. Julianne Huff is in it. She is, she's literally in it. He does, they're like, we're going to have him come do body work to some Goop employees and Julianne Huff. Like she's like the celebrity guest who just happens to be Mm -hmm. around to come do it. And what this guy is doing, he's a chiropractor turned body worker, which is what he calls what he does. But it's essentially Reiki, but he won't call it Reiki because if he calls it Reiki, it becomes like not his kind of celebrity brand of Reiki. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It takes away from yeah. oh, this yeah. like kind of weird version of upscale Reiki that he's essentially doing. Um, it's like Julianne Huff can't call her thing, call, can't call what she does Tybo because Tybo already exactly, exists. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's just kind of like funny to watch it and no one, and they don't mention it on the show. I mean, they, they don't, they don't mention it at all. And I had our friend Dr. Gab watch this because I was like, tell me what you think about this. And she's like, this is bullshit, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, he is, people are having like physical reactions to this work that he's doing to them, which is essentially kind of like taking his hands and moving it around their body. But what it essentially is, is like power of suggestion shit. We're like, I tell you mm-hmm. what you're, what's going to happen because I'm like, you're going to feel this. You might feel this. This might happen because I'm warning you as to not scare you. And then you do it. And in your mind, you're like, this is going to happen. I'm doing this, this, you know, and you do it. But it's also just so funny because Julianne Huff is the most performative version of this. I mean, she mm-hmm. has this shit down. So when she does it, it looks insane because she is the performer. 
She's a dancer. Yeah. Like this is what she does. She is a dancer. She's a born she is a born performer in the truest sense. Yeah. Like fully theater kid, the ultimate extreme version of right. theater dance kid. Right. She has turned it into not only a, a profession but into like this into entrepreneurship. You know, like yeah. this is her everything. I do behaving like and this. And this is and what's annoying about this is like Reiki as a practice does work for people in terms of putting you in a mindset to address issues, to think about past trauma, you know, to open up, right? Sometimes yeah. that works for people, right? That's what I know about Reiki. Like, I, I mean, I I don't want to get into like no, pseudoscience, like whether or not Reiki is hooey. But like when <laughs> I know people who, the, I've never done Reiki, but the people I know who who do Reiki they're, the reason they like it so much is because it's this like it's specifically therapeutic psychologically. Well, it's like it's your your it's this mindset that you're being put in. The person who does it is really good at it's setting you in a mindset that is like the a very doing safe something meditative and, like, almost. Yeah, where it yes. opens you to like express yourself in ways that maybe you haven't been able to before. The point is that he the celebrity version of this is saying. Oh, I'm creating my own thing. It's called Energy Flow Formula. And anyone can do it <laughs> if you pay me $9.99 a month or whatever. So it's like you go yeah, to his website it. and you're like, oh my God, like this literally is a Reiki is a Reiki pyramid scheme scam. Whether or not Gwyneth Paltrow believes in it, which she does, and and it, you know, whatever, it's still being she there he's using her and this platform to like kind of sell bullshit in a way you know mm-hmm. because buying this process is very different than just going to a local reiki practitioner and trying it you know mm-hmm. and seeing if it works for you and it's annoying because the rest of the goop show which like i i kind of like peruse through the rest it's not all kind of dangerous bullshit right but some of it it's all lumped together and that's when you know that's, that's the problem because like episode one's about like mushrooms right therapeutic mushroom work which mm-hmm. i believe in a, a ton i believe in that fully right like microdosing and how it can help you and all these types of things and then you have this and it's like this is bullshit right and that's not bullshit but if you're gonna lump it all in and say we believe in things that are non-traditional you're gonna get people who like say, oh, mushrooms, I actually really, you know, that's the experience that I'm interested in. Maybe I'm interested in this too. And it's like, no, these are on different levels of bullshit. If anything, it's like, it's like a docu-series on a type of person, you know, like a type of person who is into this sort of thing and has the, the, the money and the time and the contact list to enjoy these sorts of things. And then when you things. decide you're that type of person, you go to goop.com and you buy yourself like yeah. a, a $50 jade egg or whatever they're selling. And that's mm-hmm. just like essentially what it goes back to. It just seems so, I don't know, opportunistic and scammy in this very yeah. obvious way. If you just read his career history, because he keeps bouncing from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And he's thing. like learning he new vocabularies to like speak yes. about what he's saying. Yes. And then it's like finally clicks. I mean, and of course, like the Huffs are like perfect marks for him. Perfect marks mm-hmm. because those are the types of people that are open to the power of suggestion, you know, because mm-hmm. when you they're open to anything people some you can't be a skeptic and enjoy. No, this. Yeah. no, no. You have to be open to in your you're like, I'd love a thing to to associate with that brings me into this realm. And it's like, this is the perfect thing. Julian Huff can say, I've been working with Dr. John since 2013 or whatever. That's what she literally Mm -hmm. says. It's like, oh, so you're the oldest, you know, fool in this book, in this guy's book, essentially, his celebrity book. Mm -hmm. And like, it's so weird because if you go on his like Instagram, it's like his family and Julian Huff is like following his kid on Instagram. It's like, she's so fully like, integrated into this whole thing and now she gets to say like and her Derek Huff gets to say like well you should try it you know you should open your mind to new things which is like that's a good that's good advice but this is not the thing that you should be saying open your mind to you know Mm -hmm. her lifestyle brand is so interesting because it's just it contains it truly contains multitudes Uh because we're we're sitting here talking about how she is pseudo endorsing this person who basically exercises you and uses energy to like i don't know i don't even know how to explain basically we just said everything you need to say who the most recent instagram that popped up was kate hudson and oliver hudson on gwyneth's show making an espresso martini with kate hudson's new brand of vodka i was like kate i was like gwyneth paltrow is literally doing everything yeah she does everything she's just doing everything everything 
It doesn't matter. Okay. It, there's no standards. Like that's the thing. It's like she set you think she's setting these high standards for stuff, but there's no stand. There's no standards. She'll do whatever. No. Yeah. There's no standards. And now it's time for the most marvelous headline of the week. <laughs> Which one of these do you like? Oh, you put more in. Oh, this guy gets this. Well, terrible. I put one more because it was just crazy. Um, let's just do this. We have four. <laughs> um, which well, let's pick one. Is it four royally banned trends Meghan Markle can wear now? I do like that angle. Moving on. I like moving the angle. On, moving on. A doggy debut, obviously, Daily Mail. A doggy debut. Meghan Markle's black Labrador Oz is pictured for the first time as she steps out for a stroll. Hyphen. But will she now reunite with Bogart, who she left behind in Incredible. Canada? This is the Lammy storyline of. Meghan Markle, which is Meghan gave away a dog when she moved to England. Where is that dog? Yeah. And England is like, does she care about her dog? Right. Does she care about we her dog? Do you remember the dog? Does she remember the dog? It's like, shut up. And then and then there's this. Thomas Markle threats to give an interview every 30 days until Prince Henry or Meghan calls him as he says, quote, I can't sit in silence for the rest of my life waiting for someone to get back to This me. guy is a goner. No one has been more of a goner than Thomas Markle. Although, who can't relate to, I can't sit in silence the rest of my life waiting for someone to get back to me when they're, like, really hoping for an He's email. He's getting ghosted. You know? I wish every time someone didn't get back to me, I could go to the Daily Mail and be like, I will, e- I will email them every 30. I will give an interview every 30 days about this. For those of you who don't know, Lindsay and I are the king and queen of not getting email back. So, <laughs> I, it's... And you know what? I'm willing to give an... I would love to threaten people with this. I would love to this. give an interview every 30 days about emails that people haven't returned to me. Oh, I know. Oh, I'd love to name names. <laughs> Um, let's, which one do you want to give it to? The doggy debut or do Thomas Markle? It's, no, Thomas Markle's funny. Thomas Markle threatens to give an interview every 30 days until Prince Harry or Meghan call him as he says. I can't sit in silence. I can't sit in silence the rest of my life waiting for someone to get back to me. It's so bad. It's so bad that people are still letting him talk. It's so bad. I just love the or there where he's like, I'll take either one as though one of them is easier than the other. you know, the reason why Meghan and Harry won't deal with him is because of Samantha Markle. I think Samantha made it a lot worse. She's yeah. manipulating him. He's probably bad too. Samantha but. is egging him yeah. on. Samantha is the Phineas to his Billie Eilish. I gotta say. Yeah. I mean, didn't he? Didn't he just give comment that was like, "I'm disappointed in them for leaving" or something? Like, yes. Who cares? Like, ugh. he also said in the in the subhead here. He says, "Oh, it says Mr. Markle claims Megan is not being bullied and is not a victim of racism." And then he quotes, he's quoted as saying, I'm having trouble buying that. There's never been a problem with Megan in terms of her race. Okay, dude. Shut up. He's what in her life. Shut, like, shut And also, it's just like, if you don't like Megan, just look at this shit. How could you, how could you be not team Megan if this is the kind of shit that she's dealing? You know what I mean? It's so, whenever I feel. Who wouldn't want to escape to the royal family to get away from this family? You know? I just if this were my family, you bet your ass I'd move to England right. and try to fucking marry a royal. And I just feel like if this is the shit that you're dealing with, it's like, no matter what you're kind of manipulating on your side, it, it's not this. This is the fucking worst. If you're if you're dealing with this, you have to be a strong person. This is the fucking mm-hmm. worst, you know? Mm-hmm. Your old ass dad giving worst. interviews to Good Morning Britain about how, you know, there's never been a problem with Megan in terms of race. And I will give an interview every 30 days about this girl and her and, and her childhood until they email me. Until they email me. <laughs> or send me a Venmo <laughs> for $50 or whatever he fucking wants from me. Yeah. Okay. Move move him into the mansion with them. Siesta Keys Madison, two S's, defends romance with 46-year-old producer-ish. I know. Sorry, I, who cares about Siesta Key? But it is funny that it came back and this was like the, in the headlines. Siesta Key is that like show that I don't think anyone watches. Although, it people watch it if it came back on um, MTV. It's the no, I do not watch it, but I will watch Floribama Shore when it comes back. Although it probably won't. I think it came back and you didn't want. Did you have? Are you like? F- I've watched every episode of Floribama Shore that exists. Yes, <laughs> I've seen every Floribama Shore. I'm like at the Floribama Shore right now, to be honest, but. <laughs> like literally um oh wait no a new season premiered on november 14th that i yeah. never watched yeah whoops i was like i had a feeling you weren't one so siesta key is like the other version of it's like floribama shore's like evil twin or the or, or the other way around let's be real they're both evil mm-hmm. twins and one of the women from siesta key who's a 25 year old woman named madison Hals, halsberg is dating her former producer who's 46 
And she talks about it on this show. I'm dating our producer Ish. Do you remember him from season one? She revealed to Chloe Troutman in season three premiere. The age difference, not, this is not my problem with this. The problem with this is like, don't date your reality TV producer. That's not a good match. Their job is to manipulate you. That's exactly. Your reality TV producer's job, like they're trained to do this, is to manipulate you. You're sending an application saying proficient in word. They're sending applications saying proficient in emotional manipulation. And that's how they get jobs. Right. Can ask leading questions. Can convince 20-year-olds to do stuff. (laughs) That's their greatest skill. Uh, oh my like god okay this... romance for himself oh Moving my god on. oscar nominee diane warren <laughs> we haven't talked about diane warren enough diane warren's um oscar presence this year she's probably gonna win for a song that i've literally never Wait, i'm listened sorry but to. every year diane warren has an oscar presence has there been a year in the past 10 that diane warren hasn't been a part of the Os- the oscar experience no that's fair she, every but year she's like hello <laughs> she's got she's got the real momentum to win especially because the, the big people it's the song that Chrissy Metz sings in that Christian movie. What? Breakthrough. Chrissy Metz sings Chrissy it. Metz sings a song in a Christian movie written by Diane Warren? Chrissy Metz is going to perform a Diane Warren song at the Oscars. <laughs> at the Oscars. The Oscars. This is the worst thing about the Oscars. On every single level, giving people awards for their lifetime work, but the actual award itself is for something ridiculous that they did. It's just, you, it's their time to win is the worst fucking thing about the Oscars. That's one third to one half of the Oscars. So, I, you know, Thomas Newman probably going to win this year for a score I didn't even like. But guess what? He's been nominated like 14 times and he's never it's won. It's just absurd that we're like out here giving like Renee Zellweger the Oscar for Judy, but it's really for all of her work. When, but it's, yeah. but now well, we, and she's already won. Renee Zellweger has won is the stupidest part. She doesn't need to win for Judy. She's won before. Okay. I, ju- I just hate this. Diane Warren's been nominated 10 so times stupid. in the past. And this meanwhile, is her 11, but the she's wife has nothing. Listen to the iconic songs that Diane Warren has been nominated right. for an Oscar for and has not right. won for. Nothing's going to stop us now. Iconic, iconic. song. Oh because God, you iconic loved me. Song. How could you get more iconic? That should have won. How do I live? Oh, wait, that's how you get more iconic. I don't want to miss a thing. We're still iconic. Yeah. Music of my heart. Honestly, great. A banger. A, amazing song. Yeah. You told me to run. You told me to hide. Yeah. There you'll be. We talked about this last amazing. week. It's so iconic. Grateful. The Rita Ora song. Honestly. I, uh, to be uh, iconic. <laughs> iconic to us. It's fine. No, that's incredible. Arguably iconic. <laughs> Two Daily Mail caption writers. Iconic. Till it happens to you. We thought she was going to win yeah, for that number, should've. and she didn't. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Fun fact: Who did she win? Who won that year? What year was it? Uh, it was 2016. So the uh, Oscars were on. Yeah, the, it was for movies from 2015. I have no fucking idea. I don't know why I asked that. As if it's going to help me. I don't know who won. Writings on the wall. Sam Smith. Yikes. <sighs> the worst Bond song ever that he won yeah, when he was ter- the first when he was the first gay person to win. Stand up for something. <laughs> Stand up for something, which is from the movie Marshall, which is a song I literally cannot. Remember? No, that wasn't good. But she could have won then, and she they would have stopped her reign of terror. But they she didn't win yet. Like then, so she had to keep going. Yeah. Here's and then last year I'll fight, which I do not remember, and also doesn't have a hyperlink. It's the it's one of two songs on the Diane Warren website Wikipedia well, that doesn't from have a hyperlink. Movie? We don't even know what movie it's from. Uh, can you guess? What was it called? I'll fight. Jennifer Hudson sang it. No, I don't know. I have no idea. What's it from? A movie about boxing? It's from a documentary, Lindsay. A documentary <sighs> called RBG. No. Yes, this I'm Standing With You is from the movie Breakthrough. Do you want to hear some of it? Let's hear some of it. Yeah. Because I've literally never listened to it. Wait, is this from the RBG movie? No, this is from the movie Breakthrough, which is Chrissy Metz's Christian movie where her husband is played by Josh Lucas, I think. That's so insane. How is this movie nominated for anything? Through whatever you go Okay, I can't anymore. I'm done. 
So she's probably going to win for that, which is Diane wild. Warren's icon- the iconic scale is just, it's plummeting. This is not iconic. Do we think Diane Warren's going to win? Before we move into Cynthia probably Erivo. because the other options are the she has she has the best chance this year because the other options are even worse than I could have imagined. We didn't even and talk about why we we're talking her, about Dan. The Warren. reason we brought her up is because she sidestepped Nia Long on New Year's Eve and sparked a new friendship. <laughs> You're like, okay, ten minutes in, why are they still talking about Diane Warren? Well, let me tell you, she sides she sideswiped Nia Long on New Year's and sparked a new friendship. That is a Daily Mail headline. They got to do a, nothing more. Los Angeles. I'm sorry. La- Damien Chazelle, why didn't you? Why isn't the opening song of La La Land about two people getting into a car accident? Diane and Warren friends? will write the song about getting in an accident with Nia Long on New Year's. Also, notice this took 21 days for them. It happened on New Year's Eve. It took 21 days for the Daily Mail to report that Diane Warren sideswiped Nia Long because I guess one of them mentioned it, right? I mean, obviously somebody yeah. mentioned it. She said she she gave an interview about it, but Nia it's just Long so did. funny that it took 21 days. Nia Long did, right? Not- this is the this is the Larry David joke. You can't wish people Happy New Year's after a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about sideswiping Nia Long on New Year's 21 days after New Year's. Sorry. Yes. Doesn't count. So they're friends. Who is Nia Long? Actress. Who them? Is who of them? Who? <sighs> she's kind of a who. She's kind of a who. But, uh, but, but it, no, she's a who. She's a who. Is Diane Warren a who? Yes, 100%. Diane Warren's a number one who. Nia Long is on the line. <laughs> Also, I feel like that's a question for who that because I have a feeling that Nia Long is absolutely a black them. Yeah, no, I think so too. That's what I was thinking. Because Nia Long is, is in like every good movie. But like, it's just, it's a matter of like, I just, I still think she's a who. What's your favorite Nia Long movie? I know the answer. What is it? To mine? Yours, yeah. What is it? Oh, I thought you would say Best Man. No, well, that's what I, but Best Man Holiday. She's in Best, best Man Holiday. She's also in Soul best Food, which I actually prefer Soul Food to Best Man, but I prefer Best Man Holiday to both of them. <laughs> Right, but I'm saying, like, it, you'd think it would be Best Man, but it's actually Best Man Holiday, which was better mm-hmm. than Best Man. I'm sorry. It just was. Okie dokie. Now we can talk about Cynthia Erivo. This is still, like, underground goss, though, right? It's underground goss, but it was reported on Bossip. Bossip is not an underground website. Bossip is, like, a no. high-profile gossip website. So a few days ago, the 23rd, Lena Waithe and her new wife, uh, no, her new fiance. Estranged wife. No, they her were married. Wife. They got married. married. Alana Mayo. Alana Mayo, who is a... Not even a who. She's an actress. A producer. She, she well, she's a producer. A, she's a producer. She was an assistant for a while. If you go to her IMDb, she was an assistant for a while. She's a producer. They got married and they broke up two months after their wedding. They were two together for a, for a number of years. They right. finally get suddenly married in November, I think. Courthouse right. wedding. Right. Quick Lena's wedding. talking about it as she's on her queen slim promotion cycle. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, secretly we got married, which is a fun talking point, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, I got courthouse married to my girlfriend. We love each other. We just wanted like a no fuss thing. Okay, cool. That's her talking point. She's mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Long-term girlfriend, Alana Mayo. Mm-hmm. They're married. Mm-hmm. Then last week, we're getting divorced. We're getting divorced, but we're friends. Sure. Okay. Weird. I forgot you were married to someone named Alana Mayo, but I'll take it. Uh-huh. Then come to find out. The rumor is she cheats all the time. She's a serial cheater. She's a big cheater. Serial cheater. And so the the gossip is that she's like not only cheating, but like buying the people she's cheating with, the women she's cheating with, like ostentatious gifts. Like right. just so buying them a, tons of there's stuff. There's a paper so trail. There's a paper she's trail. Like, she's not, not trying to be subtle about this cheating. She's not right. trying to be secretive about this cheating. She's like going right. all over the place buying these people stuff. Right. And the newest gossip, obviously not confirmed, is that. She's been cheating on Alana Mayo with Cynthia Erivo. Which is crazy. Because these are both women who are Oscar like Oscar so nominee fully for Harriet. The, but they're both like so fully in the Oscar thing this year. So if yes. they right, if they're together or if they're dating, like It's gonna come they, out. It's gonna come out. And didn't you say that you thought that maybe they were gonna do the like Michelle Williams I thing? I think they're where doing they the white Michelle Williams it? thing. But so I the, think this is because <laughs> we have Williams, a yeah. we have a direct, an immediate precedent, which is that Michelle Williams knew that she was going to go to an award show with her new boy toy toy boy <laughs> and in, because of that i should be up open about this now so that the news of the relationship is out in advance of us being on the red carpet because she's like i'm probably gonna win i don't think cynthia Erivo is going to win but point is oscars are more high profile than, than golden globes so what i think is happening is that lena waith has laid the foundation for okay she broke up with her for her wife yeah. I think next up is Lena Waithe and Cynthia Ariva are going to announce that they are dating. Yeah. And then I think that they are going to go to the Oscars together. Right. And I think that the only reason she and why no one. And the reason I'm saying this is no one 
cares about Lena Waithe's love life. No one cared when she got married, so why would we care that she's getting divorced? You know what I mean? There's a subset of people that do care, though. I mean, you're right. No one in the grand sense. But for her to send a statement to all of these people. She's like kind of like a big lesbian player in this scene now, I think. Well, she's one of the most iconic. She's one of the most iconic uh, gay thems. And I would, I guess, (laughs) you know. Right. I'd call Lena Waithe close to a them, if not a them. Right. At this Um, point, she's like everywhere. But I just think, like, why go through all of this now? Instead of waiting until after the Oscars, unless you're planning to make your debut at the Oscars. Because Lena Waithe could have waited one more month. Well, her wife could have just filed for divorce. You know, her wife, it could have been on her wife that she just wanted to break up. That's true. That's true. But I still think my conspiracy theory is that Lena Waithe and Cynthia Erivo are going to be arm in arm on the red carpet at the Oscars. I know, I know. I agree with that. What is up with this Charlotte Gainsbourg headline? Just read it. (laughs) Just, it's perfect Daily Mail because they're combining... Two completely unrelated things. Actress Charlotte Gainsbourg, who released controversial song Lemon Incest with her famous singer dad Serge when she was just 12, launches desperate search for her missing cat Milo in New York. Milo? Where's her Where's her cat? Where's her cat? It's really her sad. Cat. I hate a missing cat, but like, yeah. this is definitely a case of Daily Mail SEO where it's like, we can talk about this because number one, it involves cats, and number two, incest. it involves incest. That is great seo we're gonna get so many clicks on this and honestly they probably did i clicked and then i like immediately closed it and i was like i don't I hope she finds her cat her cat's really cute her cat's cute i don't even have the link here so you don't even really can't click no. on it and see what's going on let's move on okay let's just move on to rita uh, hold on wow i'm yawning wait we should leave that in i'm yawning oh my god do you need some sleep did you sleep well last night or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang It was too banging. Too banging. <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have 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 a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like a But there's a little bit of a softness to it. I like a softness. I like sinking in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently. And that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial. And they offer a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, or many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com who. That's helixsleep.com who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita, what's going on with Rita? She flaunts insane body and quadruple Instagram updates showcasing skimpy stage outfits. Wait, I'm sorry. Quadruple Instagram? Yeah, that's what they're calling carousels. (laughs) It's a quadruple Instagram update. Wait, when you post four four pictures, you're doing a quadruple Instagram update? Yeah, it's literally four. One is, it says, two months to go until South America. Come dance with me in March and April. Argentina, Chile, Brazil. I can't wait to see you. Get Lollapalooza tickets here. And then there's one photo of her in... Uh, sort of like a bikini top and there's another one of her leaning on a disco ball then there's another one of her with her leg up just like flexing leg up in a like a full like jumpsuit and the next one is her kind of doing what looks like a like downward facing dog yoga pose on the stage yeah yeah it's a quadruple instagram update Lindsay. i don't know what's confusing about that to you And it's showing off her skimpy stage outfit. Did Rita Ora do of course she did did she do a linkedin instagram tinder no she didn't meme Yes, she did. No, she didn't. I promise you, she did not. Okay. That's shocking to me. It would have been so good. (laughs) But she's above it. She doesn't need to do it. She definitely did it. No, she didn't. It's got to be out there somewhere. Okay. I'm looking. It's not there. Rita, what the fuck? 
Why won't you do? Rita probably saw it and was like, I'm not. But also, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes Rita's a little late. Sometimes Rita's like a little late. I know, but Rita, I want to think that Rita saw it and was like, LinkedIn? <laughs> no, sweetie. <laughs> I'm not on LinkedIn. And <laughs> just decided not to do it. Did you see? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see this photo of her drinking the wine in Los Angeles? Are you, are you And she's wearing that me? like sheer, like boho chic top. So tons of turquoise. Oh my god. Boobs out. Fully sheer. I mean she nips out. God, if I I just love her. I love her so much. She's been showing the nips more lately, I feel. Is that she wrong? She doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, she really she has been. Care. She loves She's it. been more about like the sheer she top great. than she has been in the past. She also I'm feeling she flaunted that for her. her toned abs in a plunging military inspired jacket as she played Oh my god, inspired jacket as she shared playful snaps ahead of the latest show. Oh yeah, she's still she's still on Mass Singer. Okay. It's still on. Do you know that Khalees was on Mass Singer as in and just milkshake? As under in food? a mask? As in, yes. Literally, I was saying to our friend Ray, like, oh, Mass Singer UK, like, it's hard. I don't really care about it because I don't really know anyone who's on it who would be in, under the masks because they had revealed that guy, like, Alan, who was, like, worked as, like, in politics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was, but this week, Alan! Khalees. Khalees. Oh, she was a daisy. That's cute. That's a good mask. Disrespectful to Khalees, I guess. Or whatever. I mean, I get this at this point. It's most important. It's respectful. Most importantly, there was this headline, which is about the exact same um, quadruple Instagram update that Inquisitor was talking about. Inquisitor Uh uh is very good. We've grown to love Inquisitor over the past like couple of years, um, year or so. Mm Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this website, click it. What's it called? Like Sputnik News? Sputniknews.com. <laughs> like Russia finding viral. new ways to dominate like our culture. Wait, this is incredible. I love that every t- Rita is the only way to find new websites. Like if you look for Rita, she's on every website that's new. So I think Sputnik News is. It might be a copy paste website. It's either though. a copy paste website or it's all written by like AI because I feel like they don't have any human staffers. Let me read uh-huh. this this copy. The U.S. hitmaker has never been shy on social media, exciting fans with borderline snaps featuring Rita Ora in see-through outfits. To lure music lovers to her concert in South America, she opted for a no less appealing photo. The singer didn't stop at this Lolita-like image and added several... To be fair, calling something Lolita-like is not a robot talk. That's a person talk. Ugh, it freaks It freaks me out, though. Like, this passes the Turing test via the word Lolita-like. You know? yeah, also, leave it to Sputnik News to mention Nabokov. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Lolita, like it's tr- no, you're no, you're right. And if you click on S- Sputnik International, go to their main page. They're covering some important shit. It's not just Rita. They're talking about literally <sighs> live updates. Aircraft with a three people on board crashes in eastern Afghanistan. So you know, there's stuff going on. Not just this website's so strange. Sputnik News. Yeah. Uh. Okay, we're done with Sputnik News. We're done with Rita. We're done with the episode. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. Big changes to our Patreon coming soon. All good. All means more content yeah, for you. More shit. You're going to get so much more, more content for the same price. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Oh, call 619 Who Them if you want to leave questions, comments, or concerns. And. Be sure to stream I'm Standing Through You. What's it called? <laughs> standing With You. You mean the Chrissy, the Diane Warren oh, Chrissy stre- Metz? Stream I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough Soundtrack and support Diane Warren on her Oscar journey. We need her to win for her worst song. That's iconic. It's true. It actually does represent like what's wrong with society if she wins and it can prove a point. It proves a point or you something. You can watch the I video guess. now on Chrissy Metz's YouTube channel. Goodbye, everyone. Chrissy Metz has a YouTube channel? Yeah, of course. She, needs, oh, she has 30.6 thousand subscribers. Okay, I can't. Goodbye. Bye. I have to go. Bye. Hey. 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 Thank you, baby.